All right, Selena, today we're going to open up a brand new can of worms <laughs> as we close this can of worms. <laughs> we're going to open one on, and close one at the same time. On the basics. So uh, today we're talking about this basic skill of uh, intimacy. Uh, and it, it is a massive... <laughs> so, so funny. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Sorry, boys and it's girls. A basic skill. Here's how sex works. <laughs> it's not that. Um, by the way, you might want to, if you have kids, young kids around... Here's your warning. <laughs> yeah, this is your warning. We're going to talk about stuff. We're not going to be super graphic, but you may or may not, they may or may not be ready for this. Right. Uh, but the reason why I say we're opening a can of worms is because actually next month, our whole theme is sex and intimacy. And we actually have a dynamite interview with Gary Thomas and Deborah Faleta on their new book coming out. Uh, which married is sex. called Married Sex. And I've never read a book quite like this one. <laughs> <laughs> I've never read a book that makes me blush. Like, But it's good. It's good. Because it's Christian. It's like bringing the theology with the counselor. And it's just, it's dynamite. So it's, when we're recording this and it hasn't even been released yet, but it will be. The book itself. The book nor itself. Nor the episode. But anyways. Yeah. So today we're talking about it more, uh, I think probably from a 50,000 foot view, kind of some of the common um, kind of inhibitors yeah. of a healthy skill set in this area. And it is a skill set, believe it or not. And I don't mean that in a funny way, um, but you can get better at this in your mm. marriage. You can have better closeness, intimacy, sexual relations <laughs> as a married couple. And you better believe there's an acronym uh, coming at you. People. Oh, baby. Uh, it's going to be a good one. So uh, welcome to this, the fourth in our series on basics on the Fierce Marriage Podcast. We'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. Selena, I can just tell you're so excited to talk about this. So excited. It's my favorite topic ever. (laughs) Anyways, we are finishing up. It is a good topic. It's a good topic. I just don't like to be the one talking about it. I'd rather listen to someone like Deborah Faleta and Gary Thomas talk about it. Well, it's very personal, of course. Yes, yes. And so you don't don't like feeling like you're... I'm speaking for both of us. Our sex life is ours alone. But we happen to be people in the marriage space, and God has asked us, and we believe, to speak honestly into every facet of marriage and shine the bright light of the gospel Mm -hmm. into every dark nook and cranny (laughs) of marriage. And here we are, uh, and this inevitably, this topic comes up, and we're not in any way ashamed of it, nor do we think it needs to not be talked about. I just think it's... um, I just don't want to be the guy that always talks about sex. That's that's just my honest. Well, thing. we're going to be them next month. So okay. Well, we'll take one for the team, the corporate church team. Yes. Um, so please be, be sh- yeah, subscribe and and follow or give us a rating before this series. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't already, please do follow us uh, on whatever podcasting platform you have, and give us a good rating and review. Um, if you've listened to one whole podcast episode, that would be great and not just stopped in the middle. And maybe not like an early episode. Maybe listen to like yeah. the later ones. Like around the 200 level. <laughs> we did some growing. <laughs> I was going to say that. I know some people were like, we started at, at your first one. I'm like, oh dear, we should take those down. Yeah. It's um, about to happen. Do you want to do the partner spiel? Yeah. Okay. So, um, guys, this is our livelihood. <laughs> um, and I mean that sincerely, God is gracious. Yeah. He's provided for us. And he, one of the ways he's provided for our family, for our kids and for, you know, um, you know, just keeping the lights on our yeah. community 
is through our patrons. And so if you feel uh, led to partner with us on that level, we would be honored. There are currently over 400 of our faithful patrons who are giving each month and it's various various amounts from $3 on up. Anyway, if you feel called to do that, we just ask you to pray about it. And if God confirms that and you're, you're in agreement with that, with your spouse, then you would then act on it by going to fiercemarriage.com slash partner. You'll see tears there. There's all kinds of good stuff. Yeah. Rings, books, free access to gospel-centered marriage, our online learning platform. But don't do it for those reasons. But you don't do it for those reasons. You do it for the cause. <laughs> Fierce marriage cause. Fierce marriage cause. We're going to keep doing this thing as long as God allows it. And yes. um, as far as we're concerned, God allows it, at least in part, in major part, through the, the global church people like you partnering with us so that's the pitch so we we are again closing out this series on the basics of marriage building basic skills in order to have a thriving and fierce marriage Uh, last week we talked about uh, communication and conflict and we discussed how to develop skills for being able to have hard talks uh, well how can we Hmm. how can we communicate good to each other pretty useful with each other talk good we talked about the six p's to having transparent living in the light hard conversations and i'm not going to go through all those you're just going to have to go back and listen to that episode uh so today we are jumping away i mean we're there's still gonna be some communication aspect in this one but body language (laughs) (laughs) okay uh our goal for this episode and our hope is um to, is that you would walk away feeling encouraged and maybe bolstered to imagine what your sex life could be mm. uh, like with your spouse. Um, it doesn't have to be kind of an end of the day. I'm tired. He wants it. Okay, fine. Type of experience. I don't like that um, you just go to that default. What about when I'm tired and you want it? <laughs> she wants it. Which he, by far happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it can be more than, you know, a once a month or an anniversary only occasion. Like sex is a gift from God and it is to be opened as much as married folks want to engage and open it, right? Hmm. It's something to be both given and received, which is so beautiful in terms of like a gift, right? Hmm. Uh, it's full of purpose and passion and power. and um, But how it's a struggle for us to cultivate, I think, a good sex life because I think we oftentimes assume that it's just something we'll be good at. It's just, oh, I'm intuitively like, we'll just, we'll have sex. Right, we get married, instinct, we have right? sex, you just do it. It's like, just instinctual. And we yeah. have, and Paul David Tripp, he's got a lot of great books, obviously, out on uh, marriage. But one quote that he said uh, that really helped us is, you and I simply need to admit that the things that make sex gorgeous, exciting, and fulfilling as per God's design are not natural and intuitive to us. Wow. I took this as good news because at least for me, you know, I I think like we went into marriage with quite a few like misconceptions about sex, right? Like when we got married, we're like, oh yeah, we'll just, we'll do it. And like you thought like you'll never want for sex again and you'll always be... So I'll far, always so be ready, ready and willing <laughs> without complaints and I'll always be energetic. And then, I mean, for, for the most part, I think the beginning with that's true. But once you start throwing kids in the mix, sex life evolves a little bit. You gotta, you gotta play a little differently. I feel like yep, your, your, your tactics do have to change. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, as a Christian married couple, you know, we kind of just, I think thought, well, just, yeah. I mean, I guess we're good at it. We've never had any other partners, so we'll just automatically be jokes good. on us. Yeah, the reality is, I don't think we're all naturally like. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't. I don't know. Like, I didn't know what you always wanted or liked, but we had to 
kind of figure it out. It takes Well, work. there's this thing called sin. It's in nature and it gets in the way. And you think about Adam and Eve in the garden and they were naked yes. and unashamed. And, yes. And I have to imagine that their sex life was everything they wanted because it was completely un, un, uninhibited, uninhibited yeah. and unchanged by the effects of sin in the fall. And so I think it is helpful at this point. So we've kind of painted this picture like sex is good. It can be a gift. God created it and it's it can be more than you thought and you can just try to imagine what your sex life could be like. And that's really enlivening. But you hear the, I can also hear the voice of the couple saying like, you don't know us. You don't know the things that we faced. You don't know, you know, the damage that's been done Mm. or, uh, our, our pain in this area. And so maybe it's helpful to think like we are not trying to discount any of that stuff. Of course, we're speaking kind of in ideal terms and that could be the caveat is that, um, in general, I think couples can progress and grow in this area. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's also important to recognize when you can't grow without help. And what I mean by that is that maybe you've got some, maybe there's, if God forbid, there's any sort of sexual abuse in your past or just general abuse that makes you really um, difficult. It's difficult to have intimacy of any kind with your spouse. Uh, Maybe you feel pain, physical pain Mm. during the act of sex or uh Maybe, and this this is something that I think every couple deals with at one point or another in their marriage, is that you just, we don't have enough of it because we are just too busy. We don't, yeah. it's not that we can't find time, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to do the act. It's that we don't have the time to actually grow in our friendship mm. to where it doesn't feel like we're just, uh, like just, just completely in the flesh and having physical sex with one another, but there's no emotional or spiritual connection there. And so you lack the the time of the margin or again, very relevant for our season in life. You have young kids and they love to suck the air out of every room. (laughs) (laughs) And And they want to climb in your bed at night because they get scared or whatever. Totally harsh and my mellow all the time. (laughs) I'm trying to put, put out the vibes and they need their diapers changed. Right. Very vibe crushing <laughs> all right and boy can i put them out <laughs> but i can't compete with dirty diapers uh we're being silly but the point is is there's very real kind of challenges yeah. in this area and that's again as with all the other cap- caveats to the, the the episodes in this four episode series over the last month is that the beauty of it is is that you have your married life to grow in this skill together if only we will a submit ourselves to god's word and we'll look at his model for things and if we will do it together, if we'll both come to the table, so to speak, and talk and trust and take actions mm-hmm. and get help when we get need help it. when we need it. Yeah. Yes. And, and prayerfully, you know, lean into the things of God, knowing and trusting that it will lead us to flourishing, even in this area. And I would even argue, especially in this area. Yeah. And I think I laugh and giggle because it's just really I just am not super comfortable in this area of <laughs> ministry <laughs> so if i am okay. a little more giggly that's usually the case frankly i'm just trying to i'd rather you be a little uncomfortable it. than really comfortable because like, that would be weird for me <laughs> okay good <laughs> so i'm also a little uncomfortable too. okay so. good i see i don't know these things if you don't say it i don't i don't know that it's true so <laughs> i'm glad that you said that thank you you're welcome um i think we can start to understand maybe some of our struggles and deconstruct some of our assumptions and uh, Hmm. beliefs about sex if we start just asking questions, right? Uh, We talk about this a lot, actually, in our our book, See Through Marriage, 
Um, and some of these questions, and I'm just going to go through them. You can kind of answer them rhetorically in your head. We can go through a few too if you want. But do we understand that sex is a gift from God? Um, hmm. Even, you know, growing up in the church and the whole like purity culture and all of that, it's it influenced, I think, my view of sex um, being something that is preserved for marriage. But mm-hmm. then once I'm in marriage, like I don't understand what this gift is for, right? Um, do we know how... Uh, I'm not going to veer from the question. I'm just going to stay in them. Sorry. <laughs> Do we know or understand that God created and gave us this gift for a purpose, hmm. uh, for many purposes? Um, what is the role of sex in life and marriage? I think that part of that education after marriage is is tough for some Christian couples because hmm. no one really wants to talk about it. Thank goodness a new book is coming out about it. I'm really excited to to dive into that more. And that's next week's um, episode. That's uh, next week's episode. Real quick, I want to hover on that. What is the role of sex in life and marriage? We can we can fall on both ends of that spectrum yeah. where we say it is only for uh, procreation or this you know this cultural mandate which happens to have in it be fruitful, multiply, right? Uh, and therefore, any sex that's just for pure pleasure is bad. Um, right. It's intrinsically bad. And that's that. I don't want to say it's obviously not the case because it's not. Because a lot of people do think that it's just kind of dirty, and they may not say it's dirty, but they act like they they, they right. think it is. Right. And um and so that's on one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, we can th- see its role, the role of sex in life and in marriage, as far too overblown. Mm. And that we think that if if our sex life is struggling, then our whole marriage is on the rocks. Like we can tend to put that much weight in right. it because our satisfaction is attached to it. For because our culture is over sexualized, I think everybody knows that. But we tend to, and, and there's this whole idea of sexual identity and your sexual experience and how it is so interwoven and intertwined with love and, and it is, but it also isn't like it, you can still have, we a, elevate you can it have as a, a bad like month yeah. sexually yeah. and still say, I love my spouse like intensely. Yeah. But if we overblow the importance of sex in our married lives, uh, it will begin to cause us to question the, the very love that's at the foundation of our marriage. Mm. And that that's the other side of the spectrum and it's not biblical um, and that we want to urge you away from that. So uh, the next question you've kind of talked about in your uh, little spiel there was what type of sexual, I'm sorry. My I, little spiel. No. <laughs> Is that what all I am to you? No, just a, a spiel. <laughs> Schlepping my wares. Stop. All right. Well, I'm sorry. When in your, I don't know what to say. You added on the um, words that you just said, what type of sexual. Somebody's totally killing the mood over here. <laughs> Good luck getting lucky later. What type of <laughs> sexual experiences do you believe to be deserved, right, and appropriate within marriage? Mm. Uh, some good questions and things to think about. That's loaded. That's a great question. What responsibility do you have and what role should you play in cultivating a healthy sex life in your marriage? Hmm. You want to read that last one? Does God have an opinion about your sexuality or your purity as an individual mm. and as a couple? Um All really big questions in See Through Marriage that we would encourage you to go through. Uh, We will talk about them. Uh, We're going to talk about, you know, kind of the purposes of sex, which you've probably heard us talk about. I think we should just take Um, each, like, four or five of these questions and just blow them out over the next three, four weeks. Um, Expand on them. Mm -hmm. So... Which one you go for? You pick one. I'm talking about in the next four weeks through, oh. in the next month. Okay. In, in, I was like, this feels month. like a lot to just do right now, but go. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Note to self. Note to future By Ryan way, and Selena. Do this next week. <laughs> I would just like to acknowledge to our, our fair listeners 
how difficult it is to do a podcast episode about sex and Not navigate the veritable in- minefield of innuendos <laughs> and jokes that just are begging to be made in the name of decency and Christian goodness. <laughs> Christian purity. <laughs> We're doing our best, people. And, you know, yeah, we try to be, be uh, upstanding Christian citizens. <laughs> uh, all, all for the glory of God and our good by his yes. grace. So, okay, where are we going? <laughs> that was a sidebar. Ryan's just... I'm, I'm verklempt. <laughs> what does feeling, that mean? I'm feeling overwhelmed. Okay. Well, God created sex for many, many purposes, as we have already discussed. Uh, there is purpose in the passion. Um, our enjoyment mm. and fruitfulness, the procreation, which you touched on a little bit earlier, uh, that will also, that will in turn bring him glory, right? Um, one of the purposes that I think in this, uh, in it should be one of the P's, I think, that I was just kind of told later on in our marriage was that uh your sex life is a way of protecting Hmm. your marriage as well like you me you know us engaging in it is a way that i can preserve and help protect the purity and the desires and the motivation uh and covering you know each other um and to ward off those temptations yeah and i do you know what maybe we'll take those those like those purposes or the various functions of sex and talk about those over the next month. I don't know. We're maybe why maybe, are you just stay in this episode? We'll get well, to no, those I'm, in the next month. Because I don't want to get to because we're leaving a lot of open ends in this conversation. Yeah. And I think the reason is this is it's a huge topic. We're not trying to be all all encompassing in one episode, but there are we have Selena's come up with this acronym Bow Body. I did not that one. <laughs> <laughs> <No. laughs> if you know, you know people. Yeah, Sorry. You know, you know. Uh, it's a good chance it's from the office. Um, <laughs> it is. Uh, but the the acronym is extremely tangible. And the reason why I like it is because it's focusing, again, on on the, the actionable basic stuff. Okay. A lot of times we go very foundational. And, of course, we want to do that. We're going to do a lot of that in this topic in the next four or five weeks. Um, but let's get, I mean, let's let's go through the next outline here. And then the, this episode specifically will get to the, the tangibles. Yeah. And how you can, as a couple today begin growing in this basic skill of intimacy and availability, not just sexual availability, but emotional availability mm-hmm. and of growth yeah. um, in this area. So uh, do you want to, I don't want to jump ahead too far. Go ahead. But, Wherever you want to go. I'm following you. Okay. So again, underlying pre- premise. Okay. And that's what we were getting to here is that sex is good and yeah. it has many good, good purposes, deep purposes, uh, um, profound purposes that God has designed and kind of uh, layered in layered into it yeah and it's inbuilt it, they're features of a healthy <laughs> sex life and that has to do with enjoyment fruitfulness uh unity in your marriage um it's it's a reminder to us that uh, we can be naked and unashamed and that's what love looks like is when we're uh, that's a glimpse of a shadow of what it looks like to be completely and utterly known by god and still loved by god in christ and the gift that that is sex can be a reminder of that mm. Um, it also, uh, it, 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 it helps us to love unconditionally in the same way. And so, uh, we can fully engage, uh, in sex within our marriage. If we don't, um, excuse me, there's a question here. You said, how can we fully engage in sex within our marriage if we don't first understand the greater purpose? So anyway, those purposes are foundational. And so we have scriptures, uh, Hebrews 13, four, let marriage be held in honor among all. Let the marriage bed be undefiled. First Corinthians seven talks about how your body is not your own. It is to be given to your spouse and, and done so generously essentially mm-hmm. is what Paul is saying. Yeah. It's a whole chapter on principled, 
principles for marriage. And sex is in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Proverbs 5 talks about keeping your cistern from being contaminated. We've talked about that at length um, in previous episodes. Genesis 2 talks about being naked and unashamed. The two became one flesh. All of these have to do with sex. So the Bible's not silent on this. Mm -hmm. And so there are those foundational um, pieces that we can rely on. And for today's episode, we're just kind of taking those for granted, I'll say. Um, and that we're not convincing you of those. We're not dismissing those, but we're just saying those are there and we acknowledge them. Now, let's step into that next step of understanding them and what, what how can mm. they tangibly be worked out? Exactly. Yeah. So my acronym, are you ready for it? It's three letters. <laughs> okay. It's not what three letters you're thinking though. Um, it's ACT, A-C-T. So ACT, assess uh, your current sex life, communicate, and hmm. then try so assess oh. your current sex life, communicate, which we'll talk about, um, and then try a call to keep fighting the good fight of faith when it comes to your sex life. So hmm. let's talk about assessment because it's really difficult to say, hey, you're really good at this or I really like this or we're not good at having sex. We don't have it very often or like taking an inventory, taking an honest inventory can be difficult. I think it's kind of an emotional roller coaster sometimes for, for most of us. One of the things Gary Thomas said in our interview with him that again, we'll go live next week or um, at some point in the near future is he said, uh, we're very good at, we're, what do you say? He said, we're better at having sex than we are at talking about it. Most mm, times mm-hmm. it's easier to, to just do it than it is to talk about it. Um, and and I, he couldn't really put his finger on why that is. Um, but I'd have to agree in that it's sometimes like it's just better things feel better left unsaid and we're here to say that maybe that's not the case in fact we're going to tell you it's probably not the case and one of the best ways for you to grow in this area is to take a a solid honest inventory of your sex life and um what what does an inventory even look like so i think it's looking backward and saying okay what has our sex life historically been like okay take some time to do this Mm mm-hmm Sit down on the couch, you know, grab your favorite evening beverage, whether it's a glass of wine or a glass of tea or whatever, coffee, if you're a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Or Or a mom trying to stay awake for a conversation. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Um, And ask yourself this question. When we were first married, what did our sex life look like in in terms of frequency, in terms of the the quality of it, in terms of the passion involved, the spontaneity? Um. Even the nature of it. I mean, it's your sex life. You can talk about it, but, and even if you feel a little bashful, give yourself some time to warm up to the conversation. Um, how, how, and uh, I'll use the word, this word, I feel like it's kind of not the right word, but how adventurous were you with each other? Um, and uh, being a little bit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> what did Gary say? Athletic. <laughs> yeah. That's right. There's what are you athletic, talking about? Yeah. <laughs> that was, a, that was interesting. <laughs> So reflect back and that's taking an assessment. That's your, your his, history. So that's the yeah. beginning of your marriage. Okay. Now think through the various seasons, maybe you moved or maybe you had a job or maybe there was some sort of military deployment and that, how did that affect your sex life? And how did you return into that? Or even having kids and, yeah. and, and take that inventory, assess it. Now try to map that from a being the beginning of your marriage to B today. What's the trajectory of that? So if you've drifted apart, what's the trajectory of that, that trend? If you've, if it's gotten nuanced and different and, and it's changed and, and maybe you, you've had expectations that were let down and you didn't know how to communicate those, 
this is the time to get all that stuff out, like assess. Yeah. That. Or maybe just always, you know, cause our, our routines kind of can make our sex life fall flat. So how can we, um, just take that into consideration of, well, we do it, but this is, we just kind of do it right. Like it's not, yeah. I mean, and it's, you, it's not really meaningful It's at that basic, just carnal level. So I'm going to shoot from the hip here for a minute. Oh boy. Um, maybe say like on a scale of one to 10, how satisfied are you with the, the frequency of your sex life? This is hard because, um, it's really difficult because a spouse could say I'm, I'm on two, right. And the other spouse is left hanging. Like, well, what <laughs> I'm here. Like what, you know, they feel like all this guilt, but hopefully you can navigate through that. But how, how satisfied are you with the frequency? Um, how satisfied are you with the nature or the, I'll say the content of your sex life? In other words, the experience itself. And I think those are two pretty solid questions. Start there. And then based on your answers, talk about it. Yeah. If one of you is not satisfied, uh, talk about why. <laughs> yeah, which actually leads us into our next um, part of this acronym, which is communicate. And there are a lot of things to communicate when it talks comes to talking about sex. So like you just said, talk about your sex life before you have sex, during sex, after sex. Um, and like you were talking about going into your sex, your past sexual history of you know when you were first married maybe even before that if there's things that need to be disclosed or talked about or if there was abuse um or at least acknowledge that they're playing a role in in your current in situation. your current situation yeah. yeah that history isn't without its wake absolutely and it doesn't mean that god's redemption is not there and grace is not there yeah, and, God's powerful. and that he won't find even somehow he won't turn that into joy and glory for him yes but at least acknowledging that that it's part of your story right and i think learning how to communicate through the difficulties of sexual sexual frustration Mm. um you know we might have to just push pause on a situation you've all been in those moments of disconnect right things are kind of going but then they just stop and everything falls flat and there's Mm -hmm. just this tension and frustration you're not really sure how to get get around it um, sometimes it's just it's just pushing pause, but we're here to just say on a skill level, get comfortable with talking about sex in your marriage. Hmm. And the, you may not be good at it yet, right? The key word is yet. You will get better at it the more you communicate about it uh, hmm. to your spouse. And again, that's this conversation for you and your spouse. And if you're needing help, you're needing guidance and counsel, like seek that from trusted source of uh, another. I don't know if a guide couple would be appropriate, I guess, would be somebody, a, a mentor guide if, couple yeah, that's been married and, and there's and a relationship um, or a counselor, a Christian counselor who can, I just feel like when we were talking to Deborah, she just, she's a licensed professional counselor. She practices, she has clients. She was able to she fears clearly, the Lord. She loves scripture. yes, and she yeah. could clearly articulate, you know, what people would call one thing in the psych- psychological like sphere she could be like she's like oh this is what this is exactly what the bible says we just call it something different in the you know like they'll have this breakthrough like psychological discovery and she's <laughs> like this has actually been in scripture all along yes and um, so i think there's just a lot yeah. of clarity and wisdom and and yeah. freedom to be had from a christian counselor uh here's i'll say this is maybe the one tip that i have right now in this moment for these conversations if they're difficult in this communicating about your sex life is frame it like this. The point of the communication is not to under, is not to just get your desires out on the table mm-hmm. or your frustrations on the table. The point of the communication is to figure out how to love your wife better, how to love your husband better. Mm-hmm. 
You're asking questions to get down to the roots of things. And you're, you're revealing truths. You're revealing parts of yourself to, again, get down to the roots of things so that you can love one another better. It's not just so I can get from my wife what right. I want from her. Right. It's not so I can air my frustrations in a, in a place that feels neutral, but really it's just going to turn into a fight. No, so th- good. the point is you want to communicate so that you can actually, this is part of the intimacy. It's mm-hmm. part of how do I love you well? How do I care for you? Mm-hmm. How do I protect you? How do I fight for you mm-hmm. in this area? And let's have an honest conversation around that. Um, and you know what? You're grown adults. You can go where that conversation leads you. <laughs> our, <laughs> our fierce listeners. Okay, so A-C-T is the, the last one. In Assess, Selena's. communicate, and try with an exclamation point. <laughs> uh, again, it's a call to keep fighting the good fight of faith uh, when it comes to your sex life. So um, hmm. let's not stop learning. Is that double negative? Don't stop. <laughs> keep learning about how sex can be a blessing and how it is a gift and a wellspring of life for your marriage and your souls. It is not just something that you come back to and it's ugh, just checking it off the list, right? Because we're Christians and we believe this. No, God has designed and purposed this gift. And if we're kind of in that rut, let's acknowledge it and let's find help, whether it's in a book, whether it's a counselor, let's have, let's keep trying to get out of this rut and ask mm. the Lord to help us. Um, be willing to try and have the hard conversations like we talked about in the communications uh, section of this, uh, as well as maybe some awkward ones and ones that you don't really like hmm. because this is where the growth happens. So let's try to have some of those hard conversations. Hmm. Um, try to understand and give to your spouse in new ways when it comes to sex. I think one of the um, most helpful things you can do to, to try is to ask the Holy Spirit to um, to show you what to pray for in this area. Because mm. sometimes we know like we want to grow in this specific area, but we don't know what that even is should begin to look like. Mm. But we forget to ask God to give us the things to pray for. And that's that's a biblical thing that Paul, I think, talks about. Like, um, you know, he t- the Spirit tells us how to pray like and leads us in our prayer. And, um, and so, you know, maybe just being still and saying, God, how can we grow in this area? Listen for the Holy Spirit. What comes mm. to mind? Just pray for that thing together and then um and then you said don't stop learning about how sex can be a blessing um that's just not just some sexual revolution remnant that's bled itself into christian culture okay like the bible has an entire book about sex song of solomon which is another way of saying it's song of songs if you think about song of songs it's like saying king of kings it is the song to trump all songs (laughs) and it happens to be a poem between a, a husband and his wife a lover and a beloved. Mm. That's the song of songs, the song to Trump, all other songs. Mm. Right. And it's so again, this is not just some bleed over remnant of the sexual revolution of the sixties and the seventies. That is backlash to, you know, prudish sexuality of the forties, fifties, all that kind of stuff. No, that's not what this, this is a biblical thing. And so it's not ultimate. Your whole marriage won't rise and fall with your sex life. Pardon the wording choice there, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, it will, it does have an important role to play and we just, we can't let culture hijack this yeah. any longer. Yeah. We need to put it in its right place. It's good and right and true and to be enjoyed within the confines, the boundaries of, of marriage, a biblical gospel centered, Christ centered, love based marriage. All right. Amen. Amen. So in the name of that, try knowing 
what makes your spouse feel loved, um, mm-hmm. both inside and outside the bedroom. I think this was more of a note to self for me because I think I know what makes you feel loved, but I don't always engage in it or I'm too busy or too distracted, but I've got to take that time to stop and know and then try to know new things like about how you feel loved because we grow, we evolve, God is sanctifying us, we are becoming more and more like him. So how we might experience love could change. Um, throughout the years of our marriage so again you know sex starts outside the bedroom uh, as you've Mm. probably heard and so how can we try in this area how can we try knowing our spouse better and then therefore loving them better Mm. Um, and then like you said there's some caveats to this one but maybe trying something new that you haven't done in your marriage that is Mm. of course pure that is not painful that is not bringing anything um, into yeah Go ahead. You're always good at clarifying yeah, well, this. You just, it, it is keep your marriage bed pure mm-hmm. and keep it between you. Let it not be contaminated. It's, it's between you two alone. That's uh, Pro- or Proverbs 5. Don't let it, uh, you know, your cisterns be spilled out into the streets, right. so to speak. Yeah. Um, that it's for you and you alone. Um, and so be really careful how you do this, but also like within the confines of your relationship, within the confines of what your Christian conscience, um, really it's, it's, whatever you know whatever you can imagine as long as it's not degrading painful or in any way um um you know lust driven mm. um and, and, and yeah so i go on and on we're gonna talk about that in the coming weeks so mm-hmm. the point is that we want to make today is that this is something you can grow in and it's something that you can like it, it's a skill that's compounding i believe that if you yeah. take the time to 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 work on it and, and to do it, it together and to have the hard talks and to go through it together it's it'll pay dividends for the like right here and now that's yeah. awesome but also for decades god willing yeah however long you're married like <laughs> the rest of your lives i mean i a, think it's i compare it to like a hike right through the mountains it's like you're starting you're like this is really fun we're together we've got all our stuff packed i really <laughs> i'm just enjoying this time with you and then the inclines start coming and then you're in the trees and you can't actually see the mountains and you're just like why are we doing this did you pack enough food? I'm thirsty. My feet hurt, right? There's all these things. And then you actually summit. This is, again, not an innuendo, but the whole journey of your sex, your sex life, your sex, your married sex life, it just keeps getting, it. it's those hard and difficult moments that you're kind of yeah. growing in to get you to those mountaintops of, wow, like here we are, we've, we've struggled through you know, not being able to communicate. We've tried some new things that we found enjoyable. I know you better and I know what you like. And I feel as like we are one, we are, we Mm. are for sure one. And we are at this level of oneness that I wouldn't trade for anything. And now we can know how to navigate and and keep growing in these areas. And so I think it's, you got to get through some of the, the weeds and the frustrations and the trials to really um, just step into and enjoy that gift of sex that God has given us. Yeah, I love that analogy. It is a journey. It's not without its challenges, its difficulties. But here's the two things we're here to tell you. We've been married 18 years, and yeah, we're going strong. I still love you. I love you more than the day yeah. we got married. <laughs> Hanging on by a thread. <laughs> and we've been married 18 years, and we can at least say this, and I know people that have been married longer that would say the same thing, and there's two things. You can grow in this area. Mm. You can progress. Your sex life can change and get better. Mm. And two, the journey is worth it. Mm. The view's incredible. 
the experience is worth it. And it's not something that you're going to manufacture, but instead you're going to just, I think, experience all that God has designed mm. and, and built into it by his grace. Um, yeah. So let's pray. This is a, a tender conversation. Um, we got a whole month. So our prayer is that, <laughs> is that, yeah, over the next few weeks that it would be encouraging to you that you would be mm. enlivened and equipped and helped um, by God's grace through that. And so keep joining us. It's going to be a, a good few episodes coming up here. So Father, thank you. Mm. God, you're so gracious. You didn't have to give us this gift of sex. You didn't have to make it all that it is, but you did. Mm. And we get to be here, beneficiaries of your goodness and your grace and your design. And boy, is it good. So Lord, I pray that you'd help us um, trust you more in this area. Help us trust you with our behavior, with our conversations, with mm. our with our thoughts in this area, that you would sanctify and challenge us. And the Holy Spirit, enable us to change in the ways that you're leading. Help us husbands to love our wives well in this area, to flush worldly passions and worldly desires and imagery help us to get rid of all that stuff in the name of purity in the name of honoring you in the name of loving our wives well pray for the wives in this area that that whatever is challenging them that you would equip them with uh the knowledge and the skill and the courage to walk through the hard conversations and to trust you and to entrust their hearts into their into their um hands and of their spouses of their of their husbands Lord, by your grace, we can flourish and grow in this area, and it's um, for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, a uh, quick reminder, we have a, a special, um, gospelcenteredmarriage.com. That's our online learning platform for married couples to get on the same page once and for all, and then to stay there, mm. and rooting their marriage in the gospel, and covenant, and biblical love, and then how to live that out in communication and intimacy and even the, the economics of the home, finances, <laughs> chores. Uh, you can get all of that. We have a six-week marriage core. There's many courses. We're adding to those regularly, and it's all available to you, and you can have 20% off um, any plan there for uh, for the remainder of this month, and we'll probably leave it up a little bit longer, but use the coupon code BASICS, and you can get that 20% off, and uh, we hope that blesses you. We're confident that it will, by God's grace, once again. And with that said, uh, this episode of the Fierce Marriage Podcast is in the can. We'll see you again in about seven days. Till then, stay fierce. Thank you for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast. For more resources for your marriage, please visit fiercemarriage.com or you can find us with our handle at Fierce Marriage on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening. We hope it's blessed you. Take care. Thank you.